Hey everybody, and you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I am your host, John Yamasato, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? Devin Nakoba. How's it? And we have the Makaha Sons, who will be interviewing shortly. Aloha! Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. Then you can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, or Apple Podcasts and download the show. When you're there, either give us a like or a five stars or anything positive. That would be great. You can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com with any questions that you may have. Devin's laughing because there's a and plane And of course, flying. there's a helicopter coming, right? When you're doing all the announcement part. It's okay. It's all right. This is why it's live, man. Oh <laughs> yeah, God. yeah. Yeah, Devin. And he's taking the long way around the white guy right now. I think he's just circling our house. <laughs> they're looking for it. What? Yeah. Makaha Sons? Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, if you'd like to help the show and get more music on the channel, you can go to donate at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and donate. There you'll be more involved with the show and you'll also catch. So there's a lot of things that happen after the general podcast. We have live performances, which we will have one today by Mm -hmm. these guys. So um, it's worth your at least a dollar, right? (laughs) Just for a dollar more, you get these uh, extra stuff and it goes up from there. Um, We'd like to thank Carrick who is our new patron, Carrick. Thanks so much for signing up. Thanks, Carrick. Thank you. And he's been commenting on the podcast. So it's really the podcast that he's oh, been enjoying. Good. So that's great. Okay. Uh, you can go to kupukupulandscaping.com. Kupukupulandscaping is our first and only sponsor. And um, Kyle, I still see here that you have not gotten Kupukupu to do no, the back. No, but they're welcome to come down and landscape. <laughs> 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 Need some more uh, trees back here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You can hear Devin, Kumu 94.7. Go to highlife808.com to find Kyle. And of course, you can go to highsessions.com to find all of our music and all of our content. And that is, I think, it for my general thoughts and opening stuff. Good job. So with that, let me introduce the Makaha Sons here. We have Jerome Koko, who is uh, Aloha, original member and founding. Then we have Hamale Ka'anapu. Aloha. And Kimo Artis. Aloha. Who uh, we've met, I've met all of these guys before, but not in this particular mashup together. <laughs> so it is nice to see you guys. So who is the the Hanali? You are the newest member of the of the band, right? Musical wise, <laughs> right? I mean, I went yeah. with the Suns as a sound guy way back when. That's right. That's right. So yeah. you've been yeah, you've been around the band for a long time. Yeah, I've been around. But now you are. So how does it feel to be? In the back. I'm glad I was listening back in those days. I know the harmonies and I know the songs. (laughs) (laughs) I did my job. I did my job. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Jerome, it must be kind of nice. I I mean, I know that, um, you know, you've had, you were with the old band for for decades, right? Centuries. Centuries. (laughs) (laughs) Well, almost half a century. Yeah. Actually, this year we uh, celebrated uh, 45 years as, you know, either Makaha Sons of Nia or Makaha Sons in general. Yeah. So. Uh Yeah. This past February 22nd was uh, 45 years. Congratulations. Yeah. No, yeah. thank you, awesome. man. Appreciate it. Yeah. And But, uh, you know, whenever new artists come in and new, you know, you kind of change it up a little. It does give a little bit of excitement because you can do the old things, but you can also add on new. Like we have Kimo here with a ukulele bass <laughs> playing. Yeah. You know, so everybody comes with their own uh, twist on stuff. And so this been, must have been kind of nice, right, to kind of yeah. change it up a bit. Yeah. I, I think the main the main logic be, uh, behind this whole thing was to um, 
always keep it makahasan sound no matter what kind of instruments we're mm. playing but that, that that was the usual bass you know two guitars and and the ukulele you know so when we all started back in high school it was just ukulele and you know bass you know but then when we started getting into the realm of playing hawaiian music then we started off uh two ukuleles two six strings and a pakini bass player you oh. know yeah so okay. that, that was back in 1976 uh pretty much you and devin was uh wasn't born yet but <laughs> yeah yeah so actually 1976 when it all started so that's how we you know got into the you know to the hawaiian business with with that type of instrument you know israel was on the ukulele uncle moon was uh on the ukulele and then men skippy was um uh six string guitar and then we had one pakini bass player mm. so I pretty mean, much did you voices. did you all go school together i mean obviously he was younger but I actually mean, me happen? and moon went to school together yeah yeah we're classmates okay. israel and skippy they were uh uh from kaimuki oh, they were yeah, from kaimuki yeah. then and they moved to uh to makaha so you were a makaha yeah okay. yeah yeah we're out of high school already and uh skippy graduated in 1972 me and moon graduated in 1973 and then the whole story went they had to move to um to uh why and i yeah actually because of israel he went to uh every single intermediate school you can think of kalakawa <laughs> kalakawa uh stevens you know stevens yeah, yeah, stevens yeah. Right. jared intermediate all intermediate Kaimoki intermediate. Was he getting kicked out of all of them, or he, he just pretty much, around? pretty much they he they they couldn't handle him. Really? So they, they had a meeting with the uh, with the with the dad and said, you know what, you gotta take this boy out to Waianae side. Yeah. <laughs> so in the summertime of 1975, that's when they moved to uh to Makaha. Yeah. So that 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 was a whole story behind that. So that's why they had to move. They, they just couldn't handle him. He's pretty wow. kolohe yeah. that's how when he was younger. He was really well, I mean, really really kolohe. Yeah, through his time. whole life actually. Yeah. But yeah. more so when he was younger. What is, what is the age gap between you and Is? Um between us and Israel Israel was 15 when he moved out. Uh-huh. We were 21. Oh, so he was like yeah. the little brother that you guys had to raise. Yeah, yeah, much. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so Um, when they first moved to Makaha, we were just finished um, paddling. We used to paddle a canoe for a Makaha Canoe Club out there. And then uh, we used to walk uh, behind the hotel to go back home. And I was going back home and I see this big Hawaiian guy sitting on the sand and just strumming his ukulele. So I went up then I introduced myself and then he introduced himself. I said, hey, the songs that he were playing, we were... You know, because at that time, me, Moon, and we had two other guys that, you know, was just backyard and nothing professional, just party stuff, and yeah. we were just playing. So I said, hey, the stuff that he was doing, we were doing the same thing. So I told him, hey, go come over to the house, introduce you to some of the guys. Then he came. Then um, So we were just sitting and chatting, and then he was just going through the whole routine that, you know, this is a song that he did, and then his uncle was uh, Uncle Mo Keale, and then that was our heroes. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, this guy telling the truth, or, you know, <laughs> he, he's just beating around the bush with us, but then we found out that there was the truth. Yeah, so his mom and uh, Israel's mom and Uncle Mo is a uh, brother-sister. Yeah, but then, you know, Uncle Mo and Sons of Hawaii, that was... Uh, Pretty much that's, that's how we set our um, music behind, you know, as far as uh, Hawaiian music was uh, Sons of Hawaii. Yeah, so it was a blast to, you know, hey, Books, I, get to meet him that I, day. I never, I've heard you tell this story before, but a question just occurred to me. 
So did he settle down once he started playing music with you guys? Was that something that kind of got him kind of Yeah, you know, he, he kind of really, yeah, he kind of really mellowed down as soon as he went out yeah, to yeah. Hawaii. And, and I guess because of the, the camaraderie that he had around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How was his talent back then when you first saw him on the beach and stuff? Could you tell there was something special? Oh, yeah. You know, one thing with Israel, he, he had the, um, he strummed. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was second to none. He had one of the best, you know, ukulele strums. That even you, at that age already? Yeah, at that age, you know. And even when we recorded our, our first album on uh, in 1976, he strummed us. We were pure, pure strumming. And two, he started to pick. And then all of a sudden, he, he never liked strumming. He just wanted to pick on us. <laughs> so I said, no, you got to strum, you know. That, that strum was just unreal. Yeah, he had a good strum. And did you guys have the idea of, okay, everybody going to take one part and this is how we're going to sing all of these songs? Because, you know, not everybody does harmony, right, when they sing. Yeah, so when me, Moon, and uh, two of our, our other friends, when, when we were together, actually, I had, I, I were doing mostly all the leads, you know, of the songs. And we used to, we used to mimic um, uh, Peter Moon. Uh, Peter Moon band, uh, Sunday Manua. We used to mimic them. And that's how Uncle Moon got his name, you know. Because oh, wow. anything, oh, wow. yeah. 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 anything, yeah. anything Peter played, anything Peter played, Moon could, yeah, note wow. for note, he, he could play them. And that's how, that's how he got his name, Moon. So who gave yeah, him that nickname? Yeah. I know that's yeah. how he got it, but who gave it to him? Do you know? Do you remember? You know, I don't know if it was uh, one of our friends that uh, really gave him the name, Moon. Mm. That's, that's what I think. Mm. Oh, one of the guys that was playing with us. Mm. Yeah. And... He yes. got stuck with that, and and kind of a funny story too, because every place we used to go, like on the mainland, and say, "Oh my God, Peter, I just love that song you wrote." And you know, they, they were talking about you know Hawaiian lullaby. I love that song, Peter. And then you know, after all, he just say, "Oh, thank you, thank you," but he never wrote the song. They always thought that he was Peter Moon, and that, that was just a funny story as it went along. Yeah, so he used to mimic that, you know, all you know, and and that's how we used to. Um, you know, like you just starting off, so you needed one identity. Yeah. But then we used to do a lot of stuff from um, Sunday Manoa, Sons of Hawaii, you know, Kui Ohana, you know, and all the group at that at that time. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because at that time, right, you have the Hawaiian music renaissance right. coming, yeah. right? And so I feel like the Peter Moon and uh, Gabby and the Sons and all that they they really set the pace. But then you guys took that and then brought it to another level and started taking the music worldwide right and um right. so when you were getting popular here was there was there a concerted effort like hey man we can't we want to take this international we want to take this uh, beyond or was it just hey as things started happening people started calling so we started traveling and just getting yeah that's a good start uh, good question john yeah when we first started you know it, it, it was never a uh, you know, of uh, touring uh -huh. or anything. You know, it's just, yeah. you know, down-home stuff, yeah? Uh, birthday parties and everything. And to tell you the truth, everybody said, see, Jerome, how, how did you guys actually, how did you guys get popular? And we got popular doing funerals. Mm. Funerals. Oh, that's, wow. how, that's how Macau Sons got popular, doing funerals. I mean, we was doing like, I don't know, five to ten a month. So you're, so yeah. you're saying people were dying to see. <laughs> but they, but they were dying just to get in. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It was an easy, fast. It was just a lob. I yeah, had to hit it. Sorry. Right there. Yeah. No. Honestly. So 
That's all, but you know, at that time when we we're doing uh, funerals and what was the song that you guys were getting requests to play at those funerals and stuff? Back then was a uh, morning dew, oh. was a uh, Waikiki hula, all the stuff that um, Sons of Hawaii did. Yeah, uh -huh. well, I mean, what they did, we did. Uh, we, you know, we just used to mimic them back and forth. And then you know, uh, as you get into the business, and then you, you get to do parties like that. And I remember one party you know we did and then after the show i guess everybody loved it except one guy not that he didn't love it, but you know he came up to us and said hey if i wanted for listen to sounds of Hawaii, i go listen to the album you know what you guys should create you guys own you know no no be copycat no copy all these guys be you guys own wow you know and that kind kind of went to the brain yeah he said damn you know he's kind of right but not like anything as you start enough you you have yeah, to have sure. you know something yeah, to yeah, fall yeah. on yeah. influence but know. then back then was really brutal because you know nobody helped yeah so whatever we learned in the music business you know it, it nobody told us you know if you like learn you go watch so that's what mm. we did we went to watch gabby we went to watch peter moon then went to on sunday Monday. went to watch all these guys and if you didn't know the card that's all you did was just sit there and I you learned. know just study and just started uh, and that's how we did nobody wanted to share like like today that's why i thought the kids nowadays you know can beat them because of you know youtube they got all the internet they got yeah, all the yeah. social media they got youtube and everything to watch we never had that the mm. only thing youtube we had was just looking at saying and you got a mimic so now when you go and you're watching so if you're playing i'm watching you actually oh you know God. playing like left handed so i gotta go home then i go home and it, <laughs> you know, you know, tune, you know exactly so, yeah so even when me and moon when we we're going to a lyric college and had this uh this holly boy he was playing slack key in a stairwell and wow. we just got through lunch and was walking to our uh, our classes and then we heard this guy playing this holly kid playing so Uncle Moon went up there and told him, oh, oh, that's really nice. Uh, you know, what tuning are you using? And the kid said, oh, he cannot say it because it, it, it's a family secret. Mm. Yeah, it's a family oh. secret. So Uncle Moon said, oh, shall let me try. So Uncle Moon just showed me his, like, his guitar. We went home, we tuned and he said, it ain't no secret no more. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't no secret no more. And he, he actually, he, he was using Gabby's tuning. Yeah. Was that a C? C? Yeah, yeah, the the G six I think was. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just saying that. We so he home. was related to yeah. Gabby. Who's that? That guy was related to Gabby because I think he 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 student. must said he must said um, you know uh, was learning under Gabby or just watching Gabby. But yeah, yeah, holy boy, to the I mean, white to the max, bro. Yeah, wow. but this kid was good. This kid was good. Because yeah. we had uh, we had Bobby on a couple weeks ago. Was Bobby, Bobby Madero. <laughs> yeah, I know, but but he was talking about you know when he was yeah. trying to learn that yeah. it was it was difficult because they they pass it down through the families. It's not right. something that right, right. that they yeah. you, you cannot just walk up to somebody. Hey, can I learn from you? So <laughs> it's interesting because I I didn't realize that it had lasted that long because you know um, mm -hmm. Bobby's been playing for quite a while too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so in fact, we used to play this place, Boomers. And Bobby used to come in every night, and we, you know we, we used to we used to always call him up. Yeah, we used to call him up on stage, and he used to do like you know two, three, four songs. But he he was into um, a Dennis Pavao at that time. Yeah, he was oh, doing yeah, a lot yeah, of Dennis yeah. Pavao stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a you'd go up, you'd call Bobby up, he'd do two songs, and that's about forty-five minutes. Yeah, set. <laughs> uh, <laughs> three song is a fifteen-minute intro. Get the hook right. <laughs> 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 Ah, <laughs> uh, Bobby, I didn't say that. 
That was John. <laughs> oh my! They, they knew you too good. They knew you too good. <laughs> but uh, uh, this question: yeah. So you played the the greatest party of all time, and uh, in one of the greatest feature films of all time, in my opinion, uh, North Shore. <laughs> oh. And so, how was that uh, filming on that? With the Nia peoples and stuff, because that is a that is a required watch at my house. All my oh. kids have seen it. Anyone who comes to my house has to watch that it's movie. It's a cult classic. Yeah, bro. You know, at that time she was the in thing. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. Nia peoples was the in thing, and yeah. and funny because um, the casting director was from Hawaii. And, oh, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, I shoot. I forgot her name. Just just slipped my mind. And um, she uh, actually she came to uh, to cut to them. Oh, uh, okay, Kata, yeah, Kata yeah, and Janet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Janet. So, I guess they talked the story, and then they just needed they they were doing like a Hawaiian party scene, mm-hmm. and they just needed one uh, a Hawaiian a Hawaiian band to do the music, and then you know she was gonna dance and all. So actually, it was up there in a Hawaii, away in the backwoods, and uh, we spent uh, twelve hours, twelve wow. hours out there. Oh my yeah, gosh. so with near peoples. Oh yeah, she was there all the way. Bro. <laughs> yeah, she was a trooper, man. She was a trooper. And the the party scene, you, you know, where you see all the food like that, yeah. yep. where everybody's getting the food and had all the fish. It must have had about a million flies out there. Oh, oh man! Oh, yeah, when they were shooting, had so much fly, they had to go there with the raid. Yeah, oh. honestly, yeah. Oh, so you guys couldn't grind the food? No, then. couldn't. Yeah, That's couldn't. Prop. Oh, but yeah, you know, at that time they get their own catering business. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But just for that food, yeah, couldn't. Yeah, just the props up. But everything was so fresh over there. But had, just that too much. And I guess must have been. Um, they must have had a ranch out there sometimes because there was a lot of horse flies too. Yeah, the, the big ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man! Yeah. 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 I just <laughs> love it that in the movie. Forty-seven. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> she just goes. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. you know, I'm I'm just gonna have a house party and my uncles are coming over playing and it's like. Your uncles are the Macaws, son. Just happen to be, you know. Did, did Nia have any Hawaii ties? What's the story? With I don't her think band? so. No. I, I, I she looks yeah. local too, you know. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. looked local. Yeah, she, did she almost good. looked like Kelly Hu at that time. You mm. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah who we had on this podcast? Who would have been also good? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. 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 she would have been great. That's yeah. why when they when they said they had a casting director from Hawaii, I'm like, how did they manage to get Turtle then? Like of all the oh, people oh. that she could have chose for Turtle, <laughs> that's the guy. They chose the right yeah. guy though, for Turtle. We, we, well, I mean, they chose the right guy. Like he had the right look, but I was like, man, you couldn't get into learn a little bit more pigeon. <laughs> I like, guess it wouldn't be as classic if he wasn't yeah. so terrible at speaking pigeon, but oh, Ooh, but that's what makes it a classic. Yeah. You know? We've been trying to get that guy on the podcast. Really? Oh, okay, he's not gonna come on him. now. Sorry. <laughs> well, he's still in Hawaii. No, but no, we can no. zoom him in or whatever. Yeah, that'll be classic. But. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So in that case, it was it was excellent. You did an excellent job. That was movie, required so. required watching at my house. Not sure. And in I everybody's see, house. I see them. But it's kind of nice. You're immortalized forever. You know? no, that's true. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. what song did you guys play? A Papalina Lahi Lahi. Yeah. Okay. And then she did the hula too. Yeah. yeah she did the that. hula. Kimbo, have you not seen? I've not seen it. So oh. I. Whoa. I, oh. Okay, I right. watched that. This. There yeah, you go. Right. My my ultimate surf movie is Big Wednesday. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah, that's so, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a real movie. Yeah. So, yeah, just to prepare you. Like, yeah, like, North Shore is not that. This was like yeah. a, whole, just a regular movie. <laughs> so it's only North Shore, movie. but there's no surfing. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, they're well, surfing. They're surfing. They're surfing. Yeah. But like, it's like it's awesome because they're like they're at uh, they're on pipe. He comes down the wave. He turns. He gets off the wave, and all of a sudden he's in Makaha. Wow, <laughs> that's the kind of yeah, editing. Yeah, it's a Hawaii Five type of. 
Yeah, yeah I, I got it on the list. You yeah, can see okay. the hotel in the back. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that was classic. So as the as the new band, have you guys been able to travel together yet, or just kind of? You know, I mean, we had s yeah, we had so much stuff uh, planned for travel. I mean, everything was all set all the way up to uh, October mm -hmm. of 2020. So he came in the group. His first gig was at uh, Hilo. Hilo. Palace we Theater. usually do our uh, Valentine mm -hmm. special there yeah. at the uh, okay. Palace Theater. Yeah. Yeah. So that was his first gig. So we figured, oh man, we're on our way because March, April, May, everything was just all booked on the line to October. Then the pandemic. <laughs> yep. That was it. Yeah. Everything. Every week we after this. Hey, Jerome. Sorry to see you. Last travel yeah. gig. Wow. Yeah. One year practice, though. One year practice. Yeah. <laughs> Twice That's a true. week, every week. And you guys sound tremendous. It sounded We've great. We've been, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, with, with, you know yeah. the hard thing is, you know, you know, with, with me, Boogs, and Mark, we were together six years. And, you know, after a while, you get kind of a rhythm and you kind of kind of know each other. Because the three of us never played together either. Mm -hmm. And so it, it was a process to get the music and to feel comfortable and then the, you know the stage interplay and all that stuff and we haven't had much of that with him on stage but wow. we've had way more time in the studio rehearsing mm. than we ever did with mark and so that's why we've been just going through the catalog and we could spend another five years and be rehearsing because there's so much yeah, material so there yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but we've been trying to get the material that that they even moonshine and jerome didn't play for years 25 years they haven't played some of this stuff yeah oh, wow. so we we're just trying to get all the songs that that they haven't played for a long time and just rehearse them and that's what we've been doing so the next show is going to be like a four-hour show <laughs> of just every single song it could be <laughs> well, you know, we have that much material now well you know I, I learned real fast uh, a couple of years ago i was playing with some some uh well Ioane burns who's yeah yeah, yeah. passing stuff but yeah, we yeah. were we're kind of playing because i wanted to do a little bit more uh traditional hawaiian stuff some hula stuff and Doing some gigs with those guys, I learned so fast that I am an, not even close to their caliber. Because we'd do parties and stuff, and you know there'd be dancers there, and they'd come up and they'd say, "Oh, do you know this song? Do you know this song?" And I'm like, yep. "Oh my god, I'm glad everybody else is here." Because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Standard struggle. <laughs> <laughs> you just chunking along. Yeah. yeah. So well, you remember? You remember that, that that first time when we played with you folks? You remember that day? The first I, time we played with you I, guys? I remember. I remember a couple of times we played on the same as you because I remember one time we were back you were backstage you're like you guys playing in C sharp and I'm like oh no we two and a half step down you're like oh okay because you're kind of playing along that so I don't know if that was the first time but yeah. I remember that well the first time that, that uh, you, we had a gig with you guys was at um, uh, the aquarium you remember the aquarium John? oh yeah okay yeah. Yeah, yeah okay yeah what was that at that time million dollar no no, no. There, there was uh, million by the sea Kikanyo. yeah yeah yeah, Kikanyo, Kikanyo, Kikanyo. yeah that's right that's right yeah so we did that gig and then and at that time, we were listening to you folks. You guys went on right before us, and it was listening to uh, to you guys play. And then uh, my brother John, who played bass with us, he came up with that and said, Hey, after this, let's ask Jake if you want to do Noho Pai Pai with us. Mm -hmm. wow. you know? And so he said, Okay. So as, <laughs> so as soon as Jake came, I said, Hey, Jake, we, we have a, uh, a proposed, you know, uh, if you want to do. Uh, no pai pai with us. I said, no pai pai. Yeah. If you, if you, you know, we go on stage and we're kind of like just, you know, going back. You know, yeah, we yeah, do the yeah, verse uh -huh. and we can't do your stuff and everything like that. And, but, you know, guys are telling me that um, for like, um, at that time, for like Jake, you know, in, in order to really get everything down there, 
he he really has to go to you know I guess his fundamental whatever he do on practicing mm-hmm. like that. So I said, ah, maybe I get in tonight. Maybe I get in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know we did, and you know it, I mean it was just uh, you know on top of our head, and everything was just like we practiced for you know for years. And then uh, a couple of years after that, then the you remember that um, I think. Just Jake did them, but we did yeah, that one Hawaii at theater, the right? Hawaii Theater one. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, so the director for that one, he was at the show that night. Yeah. And for some strange reason, he just called. He said, hey, I want to see if we can, you know, recre- recreate, you know, that, uh, that thing uh, that we did. With us. <laughs> so we kind of let him say, oh, boy, this <laughs> is going to be rough. We probably have plenty of practice now. So. <laughs> <laughs> you up now yeah, I said, oh, my God. Hey, he was running all over <laughs> I was trying to keep up with that, that boy. I said, oh, my God. Hey, John, John, do you remember the first time I met you? Do you remember? God, I'm putting all this on my... No. We, we, <laughs> I, I was with Cunny Lau. Okay, okay, okay. We yeah, did a show at Outrigger Canoe that's Club. Right. Okay, yes. You, you guys See, were on I know these... When you say them, I know what you're talking about, but right. I'm like, is that the first time I, like we met? Yeah, that's the first time that I okay, saw okay, you okay, guys okay, live. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, these dudes, man. They're happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never heard you guys... And I don't think you had recorded yet. Okay. Uh, yeah, we played. A lot of people don't know, but we played for four years, basically every weekend, every show we could do, every you know. And then I, I remember probably you guys too. I'm sure yeah, all of all you had this that, experience right? where it's like, oh, can you play for three hours? Yeah, we can play three hours. We can go four hours. You get to play as long as you want. We right. just sit there. We'd be playing all night long, you know, for like a hundred bucks. Right. So, yeah, those were back in the those yeah. were the days, you know. Yeah. For years well, they, we did. There was fifty dollars more than us <laughs> <laughs> for our four hours. Yeah, our first check was ten dollars. All right, we made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No, but I think I think the first time we played with you guys was at the. Uh, I remember uh, Mamiya Theater. Stansher. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, Stansher. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that concert. Yeah, Stansher. Yeah. 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 Those were fun times. Those yeah. were the days that. Uh, and Hanalei is trying to recreate this with some of his concerts and stuff like that. But, you know, it was a community, right? Because you would see everybody backstage and it's like, oh, how are you guys doing? And I, I feel like uh, I always tell people Hawaiian music has some of the best artists. Yeah, I mean, talented musicians, but also like everyone's just so nice. Well, like I said, I have my handful of uh, people that I don't care for, but I can count them on one hand. You know, it's not a... It, uh, most people are just so because it's a small community right so we all kind of support each other and um, yeah and it, I think too is that we all kind of know what it takes to yeah mm-hmm. you know what we done like like you said play four hours for a hundred bucks mm-hmm. yeah you know mm-hmm. or just tips only you know yep and you know we all we all had to do that play these small little dinky rinky dink things or like the Macassans playing at funerals, you know, killing the audience, you know, all these <laughs> kind of stories. We all have these stories, right? Yeah. Of playing for nothing. Nobody knew who we were. Nobody listening, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that shared experience that we all know we have, and there's no overnight success in the music right. business. You just right. never heard of them. Right. You exactly. Know? That doesn't mean they weren't exactly. playing, right? Yeah. But we all have that experience. So I think when we see each other, I, I feel like, you know, they went through the same experiences that I did. Mm-hmm. So I honor that by you know being a, a supporting mm-hmm. you know member of the hawaiian music community as opposed to trying to be competitive you know mm. well and and as you get into the business and you see it's like you know if makaha sons do really well that's awesome because more people are going to be interested in hawaiian music and come and see and realistically you can't do every single gig right. you know so yeah. 
there's gonna be other gigs or there's gonna be where Makassans are headlining and then we're gonna be opening or whatever. And to me, like, great. If I can even get those spots, as long as I'm playing, that's that's all I ask for, you yeah. know? And this, Cause yeah, I do remember those days where it's yeah. like, we went down to Ala Moana. I remember going down to Ala Moana center stage, not on the stage, but on the side, <laughs> playing just hopefully people you know, notice us and then people would come around and they kicked us out of there because they said, you can't play music over here unless you're on the stage. You know, so from those days, just wanting to be heard to, you know, just having yeah. gigs. So, yeah, it's good. Well, you got, you got to tell them that story about you guys having to drive in that, that station. Wagon. You got to tell them. Which one? You guys all jumping in that station wagon. Who was in there? What you guys had to do to drive to? All the way, all the way to the ranch house. You got to tell that story. It's yeah, we, we, we all used to live uh, one block from each other, Skippy and Israel from the family. They lived on uh, Macau Street out there in Macau. And then um, I had a 64 Rambler. Yeah. Oh. Really hot no car, shocks, huh? no back shocks. I was going to say, there's no... Uh, no back uh, shocks. No back, <laughs> no back shocks. And that's the one push-button <laughs> transmission, right? <laughs> yeah, so Skippy used to be in the front. I used to drive, and then um, Moon, Israel, I mean, uh, yeah, Moon, Israel, and the Pakini bass player, Sam, they used to be in the back seat, all our instruments in the back trunk, and that was it. That's a loaded car. Yeah, oh, that's a loaded car. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's dragging the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we used to hit about 75, 85 on the highway from Makaha all the way. Wow. It used to take us about you, 35, you 40 minutes here, from... Right? Right From Macau here. Street all the way to Yoko, which was uh, Uptown Yoko's yeah, Yoko, at that right. time when we first started in Kapuhu. Well, because back oh, then yeah. they never have the speed bumps too out yeah. in. <laughs> but the way my Rambler was doing it, was there. They get speed bumps everywhere yeah. now. But yeah. you know, um, we used to have our best practices, you know, in, in that car or at that time. Mm. And that's how we used to kind of like run to different parts like that. Because we knew uh, along the way we, we kind of had, you know, um, Israel had, um, he was always mimicking Uncle Mo. So already we knew that once we brought Israel and Skippy, you know, uh, as we formed the group. So I know somewhere along the line that, you know, I wasn't going to do lead already because we already could see the, the different change of where everybody. So it, it's not like that. Oh, I was a piece of, oh, this guy just came in, he taking my part. No, it, it was a more of a collaboration thing and um we always went with uh, your strengths if we knew your strength was the guitar playing then w if you're in the group then we're always fixing you to where your strength is so is your strength was always um uh doing the you know doing the song you know mm -hmm. that, that that was his strength and he he could I, I think out of the 22 cds that uh we recorded there was only one song that he he harmonized with with uncle moon the rest mm. was he he had all the leads mm. yeah he he just had the hard time singing singing parts yeah at that time so. and where does the, where did you learn how to sing parts because that's not something you do, you got to learn how to do that it's not yeah you know um in, in high school uh well we we had high school you know just a little bit training me and moon okay. and then actually moon he 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 was more more of the brain yeah more of the brain in there and then we just used to feed each other off with different stuff and he he used to take our you know whatever we had and he kind of like put this whole thing together what he was really 
you know, that's, thinking as as far as as far as vocalizing. Yeah. yeah. You come so up, you, when you play, it's it's one voice. It's not. You know what I mean? Like every the songs that you're playing where you're rehearsing. You know, and and that's to amazing. me. I think that there was a trick with Macassan. Everybody always used to say if no matter if four of us were singing or three of us were singing yeah. but if we were just singing the the lead part everything sounded at one and um i guess over the years that, that's what we really really worked on and um you just couldn't tell you know who was singing it's four of us singing but it's just sounded like, it's like straight one in the middle and the, yeah. the other thing it i remember because i remember seeing you guys at the 50th state fair and i was telling them you're in a you're in that big tent, <laughs> nobody. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no real sound thing to speak of. It's not I mean, a concert venue. Yeah, it's not a concert yeah. venue. They're not yeah. set up for anything. And then you guys get up and it's like, you. Were, I think you were doing your sound check, <laughs> and everybody. You started singing, and it was just like wham, and everybody stopped because they went, what the hell? Because <laughs> it sounds like you guys are reverberating off everywhere, and I don't. Mm. I. It's it boggles my mind to this day because no matter when you guys play or who's together playing that same exact sort of power in the voices comes out and i don't know anybody else who does that or at least you that know, i know, you know the, the hardest thing to do in singing is unison singing yeah that's the hardest thing because yeah. everybody's voice has a different timbre and right. tenor to it and it really takes listening more than anything else yeah. You got to listen to the other person. Like I've been singing with him for seven years now, so I can match his voice pretty well. Yeah. And it's funny, like when we first started, when I first started playing with him, he 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 calls me up and he says, "Hey, what you?" And I still know the date. He goes, "What are you doing on January 19th?" And I, this is in December. I go, uh, "I don't know. I think I'm at the Mai Tai Bar or something. Whatever." I go, "Why?" He goes, "Oh, I was wondering if you could do a gig with us. Where? Whittier? Whittier?" <laughs> You mean the one you guys been going to for 20 years? He goes, yeah. I was like, what do we got, two and a half weeks? Are you serious? <laughs> so we got together, and I remember we were going through the parts. And, you know, I've listened to Macasta as, uh, as about as much as anybody, so I'm very familiar with their songs. And I remember we were singing this song, and I go, wait a minute, aren't you singing the lead? He goes, no, no, I sing the high part. I go, all this time you were singing on it? I thought it was John. <laughs> And I was like, what? You know, and so I, I came up with this term, and he, he knows what I'm going to say. I came up with this term regarding the arrangements, hmm. and, and Moon is a master at that. It's their, their uh, arrangements are simply complex, <laughs> which means it's simple in its complexity, hmm. you know, and it really is all about listening, um, using the voices that you have in a way that makes it sound like it's, it's a bigger sound than three people. Yeah, it's like as soon as you open your voice, like you, like you said at the, at the fair, as soon as you open their voice, all of a sudden it sounds like there's six, seven guys. Singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, how does. do they do that? Yeah, it's and it, and the thing too is it, it carries without, uh, it carries without any sort of because they weren't you guys weren't amplified at that time. Right. They didn't even turn on the amps yet, right. and it was just like bang, and everybody went whoa. It's like this synergistic quality that comes with voices, which it it turns out to be one plus one is not two. It's one plus one is three oh. or four. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? One plus right. one is greater than three. That is uh, right. Um, Zig Ziglar. Zig yeah. Ziglar. <laughs> Seven yeah. habits of highly effective people. We'll yes. you. Thank you. Right. <laughs> yeah. But what it is, it's a multiplier. Yeah. It's not. It's not an addition. It's not adding. It's multiplying, mm -hmm. which means that it it gets bigger than what you think it should be. 
You know. Yeah, so even even when we, when we used to do concerts, I mean, really big concerts, and you know, with, in front of all of these mainland groups and everything, and mainland promoters and everything like that, they always thought that we had, you know, I, because I guess some of the you know the big stars like that, you know, they they always use like a mm-hmm. a, a minus, you know, minus track one. in a back track. Yeah, yeah. So this is a backing track. Hey, are, are you guys have back tracks or, or are you guys singing through tracks? They say, say, nope, just just three of us. They say. Bullshit, I said. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. Sorry, sorry. We got the parental advisory on our yeah, podcast. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but then we just yeah. said, no, no. That's, and they always say, no, you guys got to get some kind of CD in the back. You guys fall in. And let me just tell you, nope. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Remember that show that you um, you guys did at Carnegie Hall? Carnegie, yeah, yeah. And then I was there on that bill too, right, with Zanuck. Right. And I remember when we finished our portion, I told him, dude, let's go in the audience. And I just want to sit and listen to the concepts mm. in this beautiful hall, yeah. right? That's made for sound, right? right. You're talking yeah. about the tent, yeah. right? Yeah. Made for sound and had some of the greatest artists to ever perform in that room. Mm. And I said, I got to listen to them. So we went and went way in the back. We were in the middle and we sat there and listened. And I was like, I can't believe it. Yeah. How beautiful it sound was. And it carries all the way to the back. It carries There's all the way to the back. Yeah, because it's designed for sound. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I remember, I, I looked at Z, and he looked at me, and I go, man, that is special stuff going on right now. Oh, what you was know? the lineup for that show? Uh, had, uh, Auntie, um, Calvin? Nina. Yeah, Auntie Nina was it, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gary. Yeah, Gary. Had, was it Mel- was Melvin on it? Or, oh, no, Nohe. No. Nohelani. Cipriano. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, wow Derego Salao. Mm-hmm. Um, a Japanese thing. And then me and Zanuck were, were backing up uh, Hokalani Salao. And yeah, I, you know, it was kind of a Hawaii calls yeah, type, yeah, cool. type uh, lineup. But um, it was it was great fun. But, you know, they were the headliners. And of course. I just, I always remember that concert and uh, just so, thought, man. So. I know how Hanalei came to be a part of the band. How did you know Kimo? Actually, Kimo was more more friends because you know bass players they all they always keep in line with each other, yeah. So <laughs> actually, we, we hardly talk about it. All these guys was just him, John. You know, they they they, they were all friends. Because it's all yeah. about the bass. Yeah. <laughs> the bass. <laughs> <laughs> no, me and Johnny no, were, were really good. We were no right trouble. No. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and then um, actually, when John passed, and then you know had just. You know, and I fellowship had you know little visions of this. You know, and it came a time where you know I was saying you know what I was gonna do because Uncle Moon was retiring already, yeah. And then he was retiring from music and everything, and he wasn't too sure. You know, we wasn't too sure. You know what we're gonna do, so we just kind of say, hey, I mean, at that time was what thirty eight years that we've been in business. I said, bro, we just cannot throw this all away. Let's just you know do whatever we gotta do because from the beginning, there there was always the thing. I mean, if once we commit to something, as far as uh, Makah Sons of Niha or Makah Sons, once we committed, there was it. There, there was no no turning back, you know. And that's 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 how committed we we was mm-hmm. a, as the group, you know. We we're really really committed. No matter what came in, said, "Hey, we taking this thing to the end." But then slowly but surely, um, I guess uh, road stuff started to you know intertwine within us guys and sure. yeah so and then the first one to leave was Israel yeah you know mm-hmm. and then Israel was with us what uh, eighteen years eighteen years. Oh, yeah. Skippy first, yeah. right? 
Yeah, it was a skippy pass at, yeah. at, you know, at that time. Yeah. And then um, we had to uh, regroup again, and then, um, you know, then Israel, you know, so Israel left. Skippy and Iz never played together on the Makassans lineup? Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, at the beginning, the, the original members was a Skippy Israel, oh, myself, okay. Okay. Uncle yeah. Moon, and the Pakini bass player, sure. Sam Gray. That five. That's the original. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's the original. So one Skippy passed. The, the original what was gone already yeah. yeah so everything else was just made up of Macaw Sons of Nihau or or Macaw Sons yeah mm. <clears throat> what is the origin of your guys name how did you guys come up with it and uh, Macaw Sons of Nihau yeah. we played um, a midday program up at Nanakuli High School and we we're in the parking lot and then we're just kind of like going through some of the songs that we were going to do for the assembly that they had uh, the, the midday assembly that they had and then the MC came out and said, hey, uh, you guys got a name? What are, uh, what, what are we going to introduce you guys as? So we just said, oh, me and Moon look at each other and said, uh, uh, Makaha Sons of Nihau. And it just came out. Wow. Just made yeah. it up. Yeah, just right there uh, on the spot. Makaha Sons of Nihau. Yeah, so he said, okay. How's the Nihau added in that? Yeah, so actually the Nihau, um, Skippy and Israel, that they had ties. Yeah, so... The, the mom, Uncle Modem, born and raised on the island of Nihau. So that's how the two ties came in. But at that time, we didn't know. We just said Makasan of Nihau. You know, oh, wow. so. That was before the, the yeah, connection before, then. Yeah. Wow. We knew that the mom then was, you know, from Nihau and yeah. everything like that. But it was kind of, it's kind of trippy, bro. I yeah. just said, oh, what are we going to, you know, how are we going to use Well, John, but here? to answer your question too, the other, the other way that I knew Moon uh, and John and Jerome was, we, we did a concert at the Sheraton Waikiki for 10 years, uh, Kanilau, and we, we produced it. And every year we had, it was, there was three groups that were in there every year for 10 years. It was us, them, and Kapena. Uh, uh, mm. And then over the years, we had Uncle Mo, we had Kuipu uh, Kamakahi, we had Keli'i, we had uh, Brother Nolan, we had, you know, Papa, uh, you know, Whoever was popular at the time, and so we, we it was called uh, what do we call it? Yeah, uh, Homakaho was the name of the show, and so we did that for ten years, and so you know I got to be pretty close with these guys because we saw them every New Year's. You know, it was a, it was a fun fun time, nice run we had there, and then and then all of a sudden they started Hilton started bringing the Beach Boys and Temptations and everybody else because we were doing really well, you know, and mm. no other. No other hotel was doing anything like that. Mm. And because of the success we were having at the Sheraton Waikiki, uh, the Hilton started bringing in mainland talent, you know. Oh, that's, yeah, but that's how I met them through those associations. Oh, wow. But yeah. well, what's funny, but what's, what's kind of trippy is, so ever since we had that name, only certain people who introduced us as far as MCs, <laughs> you know, Jackie, you know, Skylark, yeah. Kimo Kahoano, Crash yeah. Kealoa, they're the only ones that could get it really straight. Ladies and gentlemen, the Makaha sons of Niihau. Anybody else? Ladies and gentlemen, the sons of the Makaha of the Niihau. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Niihau of the sons of the Makaha. <laughs> oh, and even now, there's yeah. some that we sit there, we're getting ready, and they go, Ladies and gentlemen, Makaha sons of Niihau. Me and yeah. uh, Jerome just go, oh, there's another one. You haven't been Makaha sons of Niihau for 25 yeah. years, but still, yeah. they still. Or, so, or like the guy in Maui, right? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the, the band. band. The band. <laughs> 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 
the DJ, wow. right? Wow. Way to do your research, pal. Everybody wow. in this audience knows who we are except for you. Devin, you ever had a brain fart like that where you forgot and you just, yeah. I mean, you know, but you forget and you yeah. just, no, oh, I asked him no. after because I said, did you, yeah. did, did you actually find out who we were? He goes, no. Like, dude, you should probably do your research. Yeah, introduce people because no, John Cruz was on before us, and we finished, right? Yeah, introduce John Cruz. I said, "How'd you get that name?" Oh, oh, uh, I went and asked. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, have, have you, I'm sure you must have a story of uh, messing up. No, mine is mine is oh, mine will always and forever be uh, called. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they did the. Uh, we were doing Star Dancer. Remember Star Dancer? Yes. And so they, it was when they it was one of the first things they played, and so we're out on the boat and. I mean, I was working at FM 100, but yeah, I, yeah. you know, I mean, I kind of knew the groups, yeah, yeah. but like I was struggling to get Kamaka Viva Ole. <laughs> <laughs> so I get up there and I have to introduce uh, uh, Kao Creator Boys. I get up and I go, and ladies and gentlemen, Kao Creator Boys. <laughs> and Ernie and Troy just start playing because, you know, they introduce her. Right, right. So I, I took them on with that. I took them off with that. <laughs> I took them on again. And then Ernie pulls me to the side goes, bruh. Oh, I'll create a voice. <laughs> and he had that local boy look like, I'm right. kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So I was like, oh shit, sorry. So, yeah. so after that, I never forgot that name. Right. But then, you know, when I was, uh, when I first started at FM 100, you were Makaha Sons of Nihau. Yeah. That was how you yeah. pronounced. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh no, no, not Nihau anymore. Yeah. Just Makaha Sons. And yeah. I'm like, what? I just finally figured, okay, great. No, that's why, yeah. As soon as you figure it out, everybody's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. 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 But then, um, when when Isho left the group to go to go on his path uh, you yeah. know as a yeah. uh, as a solo artist, then there were no more ties with Nihau. Oh. So that's why we dropped mm. we dropped the Nihau and just went with uh, Moon John and Jerome. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <coughs> that's it. I was I was wondering yeah. about that. See, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. you learn something yeah. every day. Makasa, right? Moon John and Jerome because yeah. the, the ties with Nihau was yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so. Okay. <laughs> We closed that book and that then chapter. Yeah. yeah, open, open so another. Open where are you guys originally from? Yeah, <clears throat> I'm so actually originally from Los Angeles. Casanzo, <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles, yeah. Yeah. Wahiwa. 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 <laughs> or or Wahiwa. 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 Yeah, they moved to um, uh, Cali area. Okay. okay. Well, I told him no use Kali. I said use Kali High. It sounds more like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, prestige. It, it has a prestige in there. Kali oh, High. I, 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 Where from? Oh, Kali High. <laughs> but well, I meant to ask you, like, what has it been like? Because uh, you know we've known each other for a long time, and it, it completely surprised me. I see, I see a picture. It's the Makaha Sons. I went, wait, that's Hanale. <laughs> what the hell is he doing up there? <laughs> so I mean. What a daunting thing to have to be in. Because, dude, I've known you for years. I know you play music. I know you've done sound forever and done sound for, for them. For everybody. Including yeah. Your, yeah, including, yeah. yeah, including, yeah. So, I mean, you've, you've done sound for everybody, but to be in sort of a, you know, a flagship band, is that, was that? Well, I don't know, because I knew that forever. Um, I don't know. When I got the job for me to be, be the guitarist, I was like, oh, cool. That's a lot of um, pressure, because yeah. that name is pretty prestige, you know, Cali High Prestige. Huh? <laughs> but, um, oh, and, you know, like I told Kim when I told Hanale and, you know, other former members, you know, if if, if we're doing this, to, you know, just to keep the Makasan's legacy, you know, going. Because yeah. once it's finished, it's just finished, yeah. Mm -hmm. no, 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 matter, no matter what, it, it, it's done. But you're trying to take the legacy as far as can, you know, as we can. And I'm um, telling we just got to keep him as close because you know sometimes people say ah you guys don't sound like them you know but 
everybody enjoyed it. You know, yeah. they 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 really enjoy it. You know, yeah, because it, it, yeah, like the, when we when we started playing together, that first show, I I don't get nervous very often because mm-hmm. I'm pretty prepared. You know, I, I rehearse and I, and I, you know, I, I don't leave anything to chance. Uh, I was nervous for that show. <laughs> I was that was probably most nervous I've ever been for any show, and it, it was because. We only rehearsed for two and a half weeks. So we had to do two shows, two sets, like hour and a half show. I mean, that's right. a lot of material. Oh, right, right, right. Oh. And the people that come have heard that material for and years, oh. and they have a certain expectation. Right. And my fear was that we wouldn't live up to that because we only had two and a half weeks to practice. Oh. Two and a half weeks. Wow. Two and a half weeks, right? Oh, for us, it's a long time. I guess for musicians, it's not a long time. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not, not when you have that catalog of music. Mm, yeah, you know, there's a lot of music. That's a lot of music, yeah. and you know, good thing. Um, you know, Mark and I were both experienced musicians. We could catch on pretty quick, mm-hmm. but still, it's it's a pretty daunting task. And the best compliment I got that night was went out in front and sign autographs and say hi to the fans. Um, was how many people came up to me and said. I'm so happy that you guys are going to keep this going. Oh, nice. that's awesome! Because yeah. you know, people have grown up with this music. They they were married to a song. They they met their their spouse on a song. Their child was born, and you know, that lady and <laughs> Hilo, right? Or created, <laughs> yeah, or created, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, but you know, these songs have connection to yeah. people, and mm-hmm. so my approach, and and we've talked about this, is to serve the song. Yeah. Make sure that song sounds as close as they remember it, you know. Well, and if we can do that, then then that memory is still a fond memory for them. Yeah. I have an experience with that because uh, for a long time I was running a thing called Wings for Shriners, which was a charity concert that realtors put on. So we would board of realtors, put this thing on, and raise a bunch of money and get, you know, donate to Shriners. We did hospital. that a couple times, Johnny. You yeah. did. Yeah, we did. did. Yeah. And you did it with the Numaka sons. Yeah. And uh, it was at uh, one of the ballrooms, I think. It was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you guys went up there. It was the Numakaha Sons. And, uh, you know, realtors. That was Dole Cannery. Yeah, Dole, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, they like to drink and they like to talk. And uh, the first couple songs, you guys are up there and everybody's still kind of shuffling around and talking. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, these guys are so rude. You know, Uncle Jerome's going to kill me when he gets off the stage. <laughs> But then you guys started hitting like those classic songs and everyone just kind of sat down Stopped. and started. Wa- it, yeah. it, by the end of the night, you guys had them in the palm of your hand, you know. So I remember that show. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a testament to what you guys sound like. Because, I mean, once they recognize like, oh, they hear the songs, it's like right. it's on. They, they get it. Yeah. 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 yeah and, yeah, and I started to keep telling these guys, as long as you do some of the classics that people, always. you know, always mm-hmm. know and always hear, you know, so... Even like White Sandy Beach, mm-hmm. we never do one show. Oh my God, <laughs> they were. Yeah. We never you hear know, the end of it. I drove five hours just yeah. to come here and listen to this. <laughs> or or Kialaula or something so, like that. Or oh, Kialaula, yeah. you know. Yeah. So oh, we, we just made it. You know what? No matter. It's almost like Uncle Don, yeah. His his yeah. pearly shells or his uh-huh. uh, tiny, tiny bubbles. bubbles. Mm-hmm. He don't do it. <laughs> Guys who came from the mainland, you know, they would just rag on him, man. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, it was almost, it was put to me this way one time. Somebody asked me, "Don't you get tired of playing?" Because I played Waikiki for over twenty five years, right? Mm-hmm. And you always get the same ones, you know, wedding song, Blue Hawaii, you know, whatever. And people always ask me, "Don't you get tired of playing those songs?" And I said, "You know, the person that's asking for that song, this might be the only time mm-hmm. in their life that they're on the beach 
at Waikiki at the Royal Hawaiian and they hear somebody playing that song. Mm-hmm. That might be the song that was their, their song at their wedding. So I said, I try to put myself in their place. Mm-hmm. You know, we've done White Sandy Beats. <laughs> oh, he, he's done a thousand times. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably near a thousand. But I know how much that song means to the audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's not so much what it means to me, it, it's what it means to them. Mm-hmm. And so I always try to put myself in their place. And, and remember, like if I went to go see, you know, somebody that I really enjoy, and I wanted to, them to play it, my favorite song, and they didn't, I'd be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Even if they played it a million times. Yeah. So that's the way I approach it, you know. It's just try to think of what the audience mm-hmm. would like to hear, you know. You know, and like, like I was watching you guys' concert uh, yeah. Saturday night, and they, they were shooting it live, you know. By the way, did they film that? Are we yeah. going to get to see it later? Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah well, I guess did. somebody I were uh, live on top there, you know, and you were doing uh, Green Rose Hula. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I mean, that's a classic, but and, and you probably did it, all, you know, over a thousand times, <laughs> but <have>. every <laughs> time it's different, and, you know, it, it, it has a you know, different twist here and there. And I was looking at it, I said, wow, this thing, because, you know... Um, uh, Augie, uh, not not Augie, uh, Lopaka. Yeah, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. he started adding his flavor again mm-hmm. on top yeah. there. You know, everything mm-hmm. just changed. So you know, you know, what's funny about that is uh, we did a video shoot about a year ago. It was one of the first video shoots after the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Mikey was there. I don't think Mikey was there. It was Ga- I know Gaylord was there, but um, so they're doing this video thing. But then they made us do each song six times. <laughs> and the idea was we're going to take those six, we're going to compile it together, and we're going to make a video out of it. And then, uh, you know, later on, they're like, I was talking to the director, and he's like, oh, bro, we're having such a hard time with edit your guys' stuff. And it's like, oh, how come? It's like, well, Jake and Lopaka, they're playing different things every single time. I'm like, exa- yeah, they don't. They never play anything exactly the same. Every, you play the same song every single time. They're going to play it different every single time, you know? Well, even Green Rose Hula on Saturday night was a completely different version than no, that's I heard you guys yeah, play. Yeah. Totally yeah. yeah. And I was like, I know they didn't rehearse this. Yeah. It's just like, just, it's they just never happening. Do. Yeah, they never yeah, it's do. It's just all fuel you know? and stuff. Even, yeah. even when Lopaka was playing, I look at that and say, damn, a lot of stuff that he turned inside that yeah. you would mm-hmm. never see, you know, exactly. on the regular yeah. show. Yeah. 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 And, you know, hardly, you, I mean, if you're not really a musician, you wouldn't pick up. You just say, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh-huh. a, it's the same thing over and over. But if, you know, if you grew up, you know, and listening to different stuff there, and I was watching, I would say, oh, it's pretty snazzy. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Bro. Yeah. Lopaka yeah. is the king of changing things at the last minute on me. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to do that. Who? Hanale? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's yours and your group, Hanale. <laughs> <laughs> But what, what concert are we talking about? <laughs> 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 but it's good because Hanalei is a guy that, I mean, I got to say, man, throughout this pandemic, you've been busy. It's, it's one of these things like, you know, people, I think were, everybody was faced with this idea of like, okay, uh, I don't know what to do now because this is a whole new world we're going into. And there's guys like Hanalei that just yeah. completely reinvented himself. Yeah, and, yeah you know, what's funny too, because... Um, his first gig with us, you know, like we said, was at the palace uh, at the Hilo. And then came March and then everything, you know, yep. everything's just shot to hell. And then he just came, hey, Uncle Boos, uh, we're doing live, you know, because you know, everybody's live. So I told him that if we're going to do on live, we got to do good. We can't have something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, for us guys, for my no, okay. sons. Yeah. No, okay. no, this it's is okay. this is just fine because we're just talking, honestly. Yeah. But it's the new group, you know, and yeah. 
Yeah, you know when you do something, you know, first time, you know, that that's gonna mean everything, you know, to everybody. So I told him, well, get the camera, guys. We already got the sound, guys. Yeah. And you know, then we can put this whole together. If it was me, Moon, and John, oh yeah, no problem, cause everything is, you know, solid is in the pocket. But then now we get a new trio, and, you know, we we gotta set the bar high like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'd only played. Yeah. A month together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And now you want to go live, you know. For an hour or whatever, they what? No uh, <laughs> scared of yeah. yeah. So gotta be good. So you know, we 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 started off with um, what's that? One one, one camera. camera. Yeah, one, one camera. camera. Yeah. Brandon just bought the one yeah. camera. Yeah. Just bought the one camera. Then the next thing you know, say, oh, this thing is pretty good. It's getting comfortable. Yeah. Then we get three cameras. Then yeah. <laughs> now all of a sudden, wow. Hawaii 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 <laughs> so you know, we were trying to you know, as far as the lifestyle. So you know, when I was talking to you, I said, what? The first three, yeah, we did at your studio, first, yeah? yeah? Yeah, first three. And after that, I said, hey, you know what, let's, since this thing is going, let's just take on big. So I told him, call a guy at Hawaii Theater because he has connection with that, and then I'll check uh, Windward, uh, Windward College and see mm -hmm. if they wanted to do anything. Mm -hmm. so whoever says yes first, because <laughs> he called, he's called back, okay, we're in for Hawaii Theater. Yeah. So, and that's how we started going to Hawaii Theater. Yeah, and it's a beautiful venue. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And then he helped too, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, one more topic, and then we're going to do our albums. And then, so we're going to go a little long, but I wanted to cover this because mm -hmm. I thought it was, just, it was just something interesting to me. But um, growing up, you know, here and listening to Hawaiian music and stuff, I, I always uh, think of Makaha Sons as the Makaha Sons and always got halal dancing or there's always a halal component. You know, you guys really, um, I think that's, you guys were the one that set that bar like you know if you're gonna play hawaiian music you're gonna have dancers and the show you know the showmanship of it all and it's yeah. given birth to this worldwide hula i mean you know japan and and all over the world people are, are doing hula you know so how was that incorporated into i know you got i mean i know it always was kind of but this idea of like let's bring mm -hmm. halal out and you know was it always part of your guys plan or was it one of these other things that just kind of happened yeah actually it just kind of happened you know at, when when we first started there there was no hula dancing you know we, we never have no hula dancer coming up as as we started doing um yokos and then there were hula dancers that just used to come up and you know popolina lahi lahi at that mm -hmm. time was right, a popular right. song right. and then um uncle moon's wife uh lydia she started to do um a halal she started to um you know uh, halal from the west side you know and actually that's that's pretty much how it all started for us so we're kind of like we're backing them up and then they got invited to um to Maramana. so and that was in 1982 1982 so from 76 to to 82 no dancing it was just strictly strictly music and at that time that that was a thing yeah you know the, so the only ones at that time that were doing you know as far as uh Hula dancers like that was the ones in Waikiki. So Brothers Cat had Antelina. Right, 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 yeah, right, you know yeah. she was the, the the featured dancer. And then um, uh, I guess at the where's the one Antelina used to dance? The House of Oh House Without a Key. Yeah, House yeah. Without a Key. Yeah, you know they, they had, had hula they, there, yeah. their own solo solo dancers over there. Yeah, so I wasn't started with uh, with Uncle Moon's wife, you know, as far as uh, and. Then we featured them at the at the bash. So once we started with the bash, and then uh, that's how the 
we started incorporating. Then we started doing everything with our kumulu, our chinki mahoe. Mm-hmm. Once we had that that two connections together, yeah, it, it, it always was like, uh, yeah, unbeatable, unbeatable. The, the yeah, the connection with chinki yeah. and with moon is that they're hula brothers, yeah. Yeah, they two hula brothers. For, uh, yeah. So once that combo chinki mahoe's uh, kawailiula and makasan got together, once that two combos got together, yeah, any place we went was unbeatable because yeah. We had solo dancers, we had the halal dancing with us and everything. Then we started going to Japan and um, the the gentleman who took us up there, he, uh, at that time Japan, you know, they really wanted, uh, uh, what you call that, um, Lahaina Luna, Blue Hawaii, you know, all, all the classics that Elvis did like that. Yeah, But he stuff. wanted to change the Japanese perspective just... So when we went up there, we just did strictly Hawaiian. We never do none of those songs. And all the shows that we did was only Hawaii dancers, no Japanese dancers, mm-hmm. you know. And two after about uh, one, two, three, the fourth year when we started going there, then started opening it up to the gym. Then a- wow. after everything just and went... And now it's... Just <laughs> like, yeah, everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything just went worldwide with that, yeah. You know, and then after that, then when my daughter got of age like that, then she started, she was our uh, feature uh, solo dancer. Mm. But then uh, Chinkinim was our featured uh, halau. Uh, yeah. Because even I know that. like when you guys go mainland, well, I, now, you know, I mean, um, even when I go mainland, mm-hmm. if, if uh, depending on who we go with, if there's a connection to a halau, then it's like, oh, yeah, let's, let's yeah. have them. So, yeah. and, and. That's how it started off. You know, we were taking like four or five dancers with us at that time. And then as the years started going, then, you know, everything started getting more expensive, more expensive. Mm -hmm. Then in order to broaden, you know, our, um, I guess, our audience. So we started using halals from from the mainland. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so they would be featured with us. And then then that thing just took off. Japan just took off everything. Yeah. But it's great because, I mean, it's kept kept the music alive yeah. you know what I mean? and even even like in japan i mean no matter how good makara sounds or any other group i i don't care whoever's going up there they the music is all right yeah for us guys a harmony group music is fine but they're more of a visual for my perspective of uh, japan they're more visual they like to see things moving on stage once you added the hula in yeah the, sh- mm. the shows was just <laughs> selling out like nothing yeah. oh, but you had to have that yeah you have to have that what's that stat that we've heard in the last year or two there's more hula dancers in Japan than yeah. in Hawaii yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, easily. yeah. pretty amazing yeah. For, yeah. Sure. for sure okay Deb okay so we uh, we always ask our guests this question um, and wow we get three answers this time around that's right we're gonna have <laughs> nine discs yeah we're gonna have nine discs oh the we do a um, Desert Island disc question so your three albums that you would take with you to a desert island. The only thing we ask is that they not be um, greatest hits albums. And if you cannot think of the album, because we're all old enough to remember albums, yeah, yeah. Um, you can always uh, say an artist. But I'm going to save you, Uncle, to the last one. Oh. Give you time to think of them, too. <laughs> go, let's, let's go on age. So three, three albums. Huh? So if you're going to be stranded on a desert island, yeah. you're going to bring three albums to listen to for eternity. Yeah. What three albums? Three were? albums. One is Nora Jones in a heartbeat. Wow. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love Nora Jones. Did you go to the concert when she came to there? Uh, I was there working. No, he wasn't working. Everybody else was working. Oh, well, it was. Working. I, I was just putting. Things. His gear was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Wait, was Nora Jones' album called In a Heartbeat? No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> any, any Nora Jones CD. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Prefer the first one. Yeah. And then um, Michael Bublé's album. Oh. A lot of them. Anyone, this, you can see it's all jazzy stuff. Okay. Um, and the other one. Uh, doesn't have to be a music group, right? Oh, oh no. Dude, whatever you want to take. Uh, you, know? you stranded on the <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> you can be we stand up for me. Either, either, uh, either, or Chris Rock or Kevin Hart's. Um, ah. I need some laughter. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Wow, that's a new one. That's, that's that a first. One. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would probably have to say Guava Jam. Mm. Mm. San Mano. Yeah. That okay. changed the whole direction of my musical career because I, I was into the Beatles. So, so any Beatle record, uh-huh. I'm fine with it. Um, hard for me to pick one of them. But when I heard Sunny Mano, and I thought, wait a minute. Mm. This is Hawaiian music, and they go, yeah. It's like, damn, this is pretty <laughs> hip. Mm. So wait, you heard you heard that album when you're in the main. I heard that main. Yeah, I heard that album when I was in the mainland. I was probably thirteen, I think, uh-huh. when I heard it. How'd you How'd you get the exposure of that album? Uh, well, I used to come back home to visit. You know, my mom's from here. Oh, okay. okay. So I used to come back and visit, and we'd we'd buy you know the albums and the and so. Uh, I forgot who bought it. I, I, I didn't buy it. But then all of a sudden, I, I was listening to something. I was like, what is this? Because my mom would always want me to, to listen to these Hawaiian albums, Don Ho, and, yeah. and you know, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, K Lake, which I've now become, you know, much big fan of theirs. But at the time, it was like, this is what my mom wants me to listen to. Mm-hmm. So it can't be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. rejecting it, not because of the quality of the music, but because who was your parents? Who was, like, telling, yeah, who was telling me to listen to it? You know, your parents say you do something now, nah, I do something different. So I, I, I didn't even listen to it. And I asked my mom, said, my But then when I heard Guava Jam, mm-hmm. and I was like, whoa, okay. And then I started learning everything, you know, and just trying to practice it. So I'd, I'd have to say that one, any Beatle record, and then probably. Oh boy, this is tough. I'm a huge fan of singer-songwriters. Okay. So I love JT, Sting, mm. Kenny Loggins, because I just I just liked uh, the ability for them to not only perform the song, but create the song, mm. the story, the music, the arrangements. Dan Fogelberg was a huge. I was a huge fan mm. of his. So. Yeah, <laughs> I would pick. I would pick any of any of my favorite singer songwriters. I'd take There's any so of them. And I, I know, I know. You're gonna get three. Okay, three. okay, three. 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 okay. I'll pick one. I'll go with. Wait a second, that's an entire section. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'll go with Spotify. I'll go Sting. 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 Okay. Go with Spotify. Okay. Oh yeah, so like people say, we grew up in that time in the uh, early seventies. So mine would be Crack Seed oh, from wow. the Sunday Manoa. Yeah, Sunday okay. Manoa. Then my all-time favorite is uh, a Star Is Born, Barbra Streisand. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, Julie Andrews, The Sound of Music. Oh, wow. Yeah, Julie Andrews. Soundtrack. Yeah, th- those two ladies. Yeah, is my favorite. Yeah. Wonderful okay. singer. That's yeah. Cool. Well, there's only two. I mean, sorry, guys, but yeah, <laughs> the ladies rule. <laughs> yeah. Soundtracks. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, thanks. Mm. Those are excellent uh, suggestions. Yeah, that's huh? great. 
All right, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back with our Patreon, and hopefully we can share a song with okay. the Macabre songs. two, sure. three. Yeah. <laughs> they got to <laughs> practice anyways. Yeah. So. Anything, anything Devin will sing with us, I'm good. Oh, my <laughs> So we'll see you YouTube later. See you guys, and we'll be back on the Patreon in a sec. Thanks. See you. All right. Mariota got re-signed. Yay.